What's up, guys? My name is Eric Robert. You are listening to Elevate the Daily Grind. Right next to me, I got my co-host, Anna Zambrini. Anna, why don't you tell everybody hello? Hi, guys. What's up? So, the point of this podcast, we just want to kind of share with you guys a little bit about ourselves, why we're doing this, what inspired us. We kind of want to just talk about life in general, things that have helped us down our current path of self-discovery and self-growth and what has helped us along the way and kind of what led us to this area. So a little backstory, a couple weeks back, Anna and I, we went to a retreat or a conference in New Jersey called Perform Better. I don't know if you guys are familiar with Perform Better or familiar with Todd Durkin, Rachel Cosgrove, uh, Martin Rooney, those types of fitness coaches and uh in our realm they're kind of like celebrities but it really inspired us we learned a lot about each other and about kind of going down a path of improvement and so through that path Anna has kind of shared with me some of her podcasts and things that have in turn have inspired her and in turn inspired me to start this path some of those podcasts are things like Lionheart Radio with Rick Alexander and uh, the Alpha Hippie podcast with Angelo Cisco, and from doing that, I have started a joined a course by Angelo Cisco called the Masculine Mastery Course, and I've just been really diving into what it means to be a man and what it means to be a productive human being and finding a sense of purpose in your life. So it's kind of what we're all about here. Tune in if you're curious about different tactics on finding your purpose, finding gratitude and success in life. Anna, you got anything? Yeah, so then I think um, Eric kind of found that he wanted to go with a mentorship with the the masculine one. And after that seminar that we went to, I actually decided to go through and do a mentorship program with the Cosgroves. So Rachel Cosgrove and her husband, Alwyn, who are... Um, results fitness in California so I think we both are just like on the same page with a lot of other people in their 20s and it's like who really are we this is kind of fun we're like going down a path of trying to figure out what we're meant to do and it changes practically like every six weeks we're like drawn to something else so it really helps to have somebody to like bounce back ideas and when you finally get those thoughts like out of your head you're like okay I'm not alone in this everybody else is trying to figure themselves out too um but I definitely think that we're both like on a big journey to self-discovery and we're both excited to like share the things that we're learning rather than just tunnel them down on a paper. And so that's what we're going to do, hopefully. Yeah, so pretty much it, we had a lot of meaningful, intelligent conversations about life and purpose and, and finding yourself. And there was a lot of gems in these conversations and we just thought, you know, It would be selfish of us to just keep this to ourselves. So we're starting this Elevate the Daily Grind to kind of share with you guys things that have helped us and things that we've discussed that I think everybody could benefit from. Yeah, definitely. And I feel like let's explain Elevate the Daily Grind a little bit. So some of our like favorite, super favorite things are like hiking and coffee shops and random stuff like that. I feel like we're like secret closet hipsters. Like if you would see us, we don't really look like hipsters, but we are closet hipsters. Definitely yeah, hipsters. definitely, definitely uh, err on the side of, I guess, what you would call hipsterish. Mm-hmm. Um, 
we actually just got finished a hike just now and previously before the hike we were at a coffee shop so if that tells you a little bit about us then i don't know what else will but what anna said about us kind of being closet hipsterish like the other things that we kind of find ourselves interested in aren't exactly uh hipsterish i guess like super into fitness and lifting weights and being a strong person but what i found is after finding this path is i think it's just as important to train your mental game as it is to train your physical game i'm i'm all for being physically capable physically strong and being able to pick stuff up and put stuff down but what i really want to share with you guys is how to become mentally strong as i start training that myself right yeah definitely and then the other thing is is that it's like really cool to have all these goals and all these like things that you want to do in life but to not ever like be productive and go towards them that's another thing so like morning routines are something big that like we definitely believe in and just like how to be more productive and those types of things too yeah i think so many people go throughout their life um trying to be disciplined and trying to be productive and being on a schedule but they don't know exactly what they're going for and that's okay you don't have to have a big picture vision necessarily but I think having something that you're passionate about and having something that aligns with maybe who you are or what you feel your purpose is or I don't know if any of you listeners are religious or not so I'll say what aligns with what the universe set out for you to do I think it's important too many people go throughout the nine to five but they don't know why and I think it's important to be aligned with your why and so that's kind of what we talk about is figuring out what your why is what your purpose is how to kind of straighten yourself out and figure out where you're going because we've all been through struggle and hardship but not of us not all of us know how to live a more purpose-driven life. Yeah, and I think, well, it might actually be helpful to even say, like, what we do. Like, we both actually work at the same place. It's called Players Fitness and Performance in Frederick, and we both are trainers, coaches. So Eric does more athlete, youth athlete type of environment, and I'm an adult coach. So what Eric does, he does a lot of, like, at the beginning of all his sessions, he talks about mindset and talks about different things that he's been through he always has to like relate them to things that he's been through and just helping athletes with different struggles or recognizing their strengths or when it's okay okay to quit and those are all things that when I'm sitting in on those types of conversations it might seem only applicable to athletes but truthfully I usually take them to my own life like when is it okay to quit when should I keep pushing when should I recognize my strengths what strengths are actually meaningful if it doesn't if it's a strength in my mind but it isn't doing any good to anybody else in my life is it really a strength and where is it going to get me so um i feel like those types of things i've realized eric does a lot of that kind of stuff yeah i think um a lot of these motivational messages that i'm sharing with a lot of kids these days um they're easily extremely actually even more sometimes applicable to a lot of us in our young adult years and even further along in later adult years could still be important if you haven't found that path yet um like anna said things like uh when to quit when to say no um finding your strengths and weaknesses as a person 
even to something just as simple sounding as how to actually be happy, I find that so many people don't actually know. And so many people, if you were to ask, would say that they would like to be more happy. But if you look closely, not a lot of people are putting in the practice to figure that out. So it's just um, kind of what I'm passionate about is helping people be more happy in their own lives and kind of finding their way uh, as I'm still trying to find mine. I'm not saying I'm perfect or anything like that. I'm far from it. But I think I'm inclined to kind of talk and talk people through this as I find myself going through this journey called life. Plus, I think a lot of people like aren't really sure. They might feel like they're going after what makes them happy. But they like I think so many people resonate with maybe going after what other people think what other people want them to do or what makes other people happy. And I know that's definitely something I've struggled with before is am I really doing what I want to do or am I doing this because it seems like the right thing to do or because it's what everybody else thinks I should be doing? Yeah, definitely. That kind of takes uh, takes me back to a, a, I guess, excerpt or essay, I guess you could say, that I wrote in my journal. I shared with some of the athletes last week. Um, I called it The Movie of Your Life and I actually believe I heard it um, it was inspired by it from Rick Alexander in the Lionheart podcast, but it's it's pretty much about like making sure that you're living your life on your own terms. If you were to have a movie created about your life, would you want what role would you want to play? And a lot of people I find would at would answer that they would want to be the main character or the hero of this movie. And I think that's um, for lack of better terms, complete crap. Um, I don't think anybody should want to be that main character, that actor, because in the movie of your life, it's important that you are the writer and the director. The character and the actor who plays you is just living out whatever the writer and the director say. So it's important to take up the pen, make sure that you are living your life in accordance with what you write down, what you choose, not what other people think is cool, not what other people think will make you successful, not what other people would want you to do to be happy for their lives. A lot of people have this view on life and if you don't adhere to it, it makes them uncomfortable, which in turn can cause conflict and that's what causes people to kind of live their lives in accordance with somebody else's values instead of their own to avoid that discomfort. But as we all know, inside of the comfort zone, no growth can actually happen. So it's important to make yourself uncomfortable and pick up that pen and start writing. Agreed. Plus, I think that's whenever, like, I don't know, I've definitely had time periods in my life that I have felt like out of alignment. Like I felt like I was just waking up and I wasn't really super passionate about what I was doing. I think that's whenever you have to like really actually look inside of you and say like, am I doing this because it makes me happy or because it makes somebody else happy? Because I think a lot of times when you're not living in align with what you want, that's when you feel like, oh my gosh, I'm just doing every the day to day, the nine to five. That's not really in align with what you want to be doing. So I think that's your first sign a lot of times. And it's really, really easy to get caught in that trap. That is, um, I mean, quite frankly, that is what the American dream has been painted to be, to be stuck in that nine to five grind. But what I find is 
not many people are actually doing what makes them happy and not many people ask themselves these questions that we find ourselves asking ourselves today and asking you guys who might be listening to ask yourselves is if you're truly happy doing what you're doing or whether you're doing it because it's a way to be comfortable um, but not quite content. Uh, My challenge, I don't want anybody listening to this to stay content if you're not truly doing what you feel is your purpose and isn't something that you're passionate about. It's okay to take a step back. It's okay to take a step down and maybe take a, a budget cut, maybe take a pay cut to start trying to live more passionately. Um, so many people live in a material world where if I don't have X amount of money and I don't have X amount of things then I can't be happy where in reality it's if you're not doing something that aligns with you passionately and aligns with your mentality on what makes you happy then no amount of money and no amount of things are going to make you happy you have to live your life according to your values I think I heard something on a podcast I don't even remember which one but that 1% of people know what their passion and their purpose are 99% of people are going to their like 9 to 5s and they're not even really they just think work is work 1% are actually like going for the things that make them happy and passionate And to me, like, I don't even understand that because I don't really want to live a life where I'm, like, the 99%. I cannot even understand, like, not being completely all-in passionate about what I'm going for or how you could even be happy that way, truthfully. Yeah, I I definitely agree with you there. And, I mean, I've had times in my life, and and majority of my life was like this, where... I would wake up, I would want to hit the snooze button, I wouldn't want to go to work, I wouldn't want to go get that workout in, I wouldn't want to do anything because I wasn't motivated to and and a lot of people think motivation is an extrinsic thing that you get it when you're going to receive something in the end when in reality it's, it's really intrinsic if you're like happy with what you do, if you find something that aligns with your deep inner core values and passions then you're gonna find that motivation you're gonna get that discipline a lot of people get in this realm of I need to be disciplined to get this and then they find themselves slacking off and don't happen to ask themselves well maybe this just isn't for me if I'm not able to maintain this discipline and I I resonate with that because I've had those times where people said I should do this, people said I should be better at this, people said I should wake up early, write things down, read, budget, this, that, and the other, and I had a hard time maintaining discipline in it because I didn't have a reason for it. And everything has gotten so much easier to maintain discipline once I found what my purpose, I don't know exactly what my purpose is, but I know where I have a feeling of purpose is and it's helping other people hit this uh, mindset shift that I'm creating for myself right now. Yeah, and I think that is kind of in like broader terms that everybody has probably heard. The Simon Sinek is the what's your why. Yeah. Pretty much when you figure out what your why is, everything can be connected to that and then it is much easier to maintain and actually have discipline towards like no matter what. You're talking about uh, working out or eating better or your morning routine or budgeting or any of that stuff, if you all connect it to the same purpose, 
then it's so much easier to say like, okay, I have to stick to this budget this month because it's going to drive me to be able to start the business that I want to start or pay off the debt because I want to buy a house in five years or whatever it is. When you have the same why for all of those things, then it actually is like, all right, I'm not just budgeting because I'm supposed to. I just should go to church or good should do these different things. Then all of your whys, all of your things are matching up to the same why and you actually feel compelled to do them. Right. And uh, that brings up another point. Um, People tend to compartmentalize their lives, which is an issue that I've found in my own life. I find in pretty much every average person's life, so to speak, where you have work, you have family and you have social life and then you have your self life like your alone time and people compartmentalize them and they have different values that go with each which I think can lead to problems because what if your work life values and your personal life values don't align and you spend a lot of life or a lot of your li- your time at work practicing certain values and then when you come home to your wife and children or your mom and dad and and those values aren't the same there and you bring them home then you're going to run into issues you're going to run into conflict so one practice that I had that I took from the masculine mastery course was writing my core values down and then writing how I apply them to each of those different facets of life and if I was out of alignment in one than the other then that was typically the cause of some conflict that I had. I found if my work life, I said that I was all about um, working and having fun, uh, work hard, play hard is one of my core values, but I wasn't taking that home with me and I was just all play or all work and I wasn't able to have the difficult conversations needed to make a family run well, then there was going to be conflict. You have to be able to look at your life as a big picture rather than separate frames and put them together into one beautiful painting rather than have a just collage of different things. One more thing is going off of that is kind of looking at like the people that you're surrounding yourself with, your work people, your family, your friends. I think your tribe and who you're surrounding yourself with is like a big, big thing. Like when we went to New Jersey, for example, we were around each other for like 48 hours straight or something like that. And after that, we were both like on fire. But then if you go home and the people in your life are not also on that same level and they're not elevating you and they're not making you want to do better or chase the things that you want to chase, like you really have to look at the people that you're surrounding with and are they elevating too and do they want you to succeed? Because if you go home and you're like, I'm going to do this. I am going to start this mastery course and I am in the next five years going to do this, this, and this. And your friend or your sister or whoever it is says like, everybody wants to do that. That's so expensive. How are you going to afford that? And they just start looking at the negatives and you slowly start to like lose that elevation. You really have to think about who am I telling all my dreams and my goals to? And if they're not also those goal go getters, then maybe consider like confiding in somebody else because those are your, they're just stomping like right on your dreams and you want to make sure you're surrounding yourself with a good tribe. It sounds kind of cliche and stupid, but truthfully, who you tell can either elevate what you want to do or it can crush it right there. Yep. Then that's actually one of the, 
motivational messages I share with one of the, with the group of athletes that I train, and it was actually probably about a month ago. You are the sum of the five people you spend the most time with. So put them under a microscope. Make sure they are supportive. Make sure they're not inherently negative and and just stomping on your dreams and your your ambitions because the more you surround yourself with negativity the more you surround yourself with people who aren't aspiring for something more the more you submit yourself to mediocrity right if you want to be better you have to be around better you have to be surrounded by eagles to be an eagle um that's not to say that you have to cut everybody off right away but it is important to make sure that you have people around you who are supportive. And, and once you find those people, stick by those people. If you have to burn some bridges and, and leave some people behind, it might be tough and it might be stressful when you do it. But it will be the best thing that you will ever do for yourself. If you love yourself, you have to love yourself wholly and not feed yourself poison socially or in any other realm of life you know right on all right so basically that was like a big jumble up of everything that we kind of want to talk about elevating your daily grind so not just grinding every single day your daily grind should not feel like you are just grinding in your nine to five day to day everything even if your nine to five is actually like a seven to seven that's like the hours is not what we're talking about but like in your everyday life if you are just feeling like you're just grinding every single day, that is what this podcast is all about, is elevating that. Yeah. Um, again, sorry we kind of went off on about 15 different tangents there. That was just a mix-up of all the different things that we like to talk about. And um, future episodes, I'm sure, will be coming with more so of a plan so you don't have to hear us bouncing from idea to idea. And, of course... If you want to hear about a certain thing or want to pick our minds about something, feel free to comment or just reach out and ask us. All right. Yep. And hopefully we're going to have some interviews and stuff with some other super cool people on here, too. Hopefully. That is the goal. Shout out to you, Andrew Simpson. If you uh, liked this (laughs) podcast, um, if you want to hear more about what we have to say and what we like to think about and do and talk about, then subscribe, give us a rating, leave a comment, whatever it may be. We'll be sure to get back to you and give you guys what you want to hear. Yep, yep. Thanks Peace for listening. Out, guys. Guys.